0: Preparation is definitely key for that because you can't just go about your day aimlessly and it's such a good lifestyle and you can feel your best by doing strength training. It's gonna make you feel better and celebrating the little wins along the way is awesome.
1: Welcome to the 1% series. I'll be chatting with a bunch of successful individuals within their own industries to gain some insight into what makes them tick what makes them the one percent and i guess what they implement every day to ensure they're living a lifestyle that makes them one percent better every day all right brit active cuts
0: hello welcome
1: <laughs> to the one percent
0: uh it's my pleasure thank you so much for having me this bum
1: Jez Bomb, yes, um, (laughs) we've known each other for quite a while, but um, I'll get stuck straight into it. I really want to, I guess, delve into, I guess, your world and give people a little bit of insight into, I guess, your operations in the fitness industry, um, and I guess what you've been able to achieve over the last few years. So, let's start off with how did you start off in the fitness industry, and obviously, Being a Kiwi, when did you make the jump over the
0: gap? So I came over about eight years ago and I came over for a holiday and I had just been um, on a year exchange overseas traveling and then I was heading back to uni and I just didn't, I I wasn't 100% on what I was wanting to do. So I was a year into uni in Wellington and and New Zealand and then I had six weeks off between semesters so came over to Melbourne And then I was staying on my friend's couch and I just didn't go home. (laughs) And then I was sort of on my own um, journey fitness wise. I was becoming pretty obsessive with running and probably over exercising and I lost a whole lot of weight and then it became sort of an addiction. Um, And then I had a few issues with, I guess, disordered eating or a bad relationship with food and exercise. Um, And then when I overcame that, I was really interested in learning a lot about it. So I didn't have to, so that I could sort of intercept that for other young girls, because I knew what sort of pain came with a bad relationship with a healthy lifestyle. And then I just wanted to be able to be that person in between and shortcut it for people.
1: Yeah, and I think you have always been um, that sort of figure but do you what was the turning point for you to get out of that rut and that bad mental sort of mindset around fitness um was was there a turning point
0: yeah I think um I just realized like I, I, I was I was so scared to like even eat um a chicken wrap like it was so bad I was so obsessed um and like even sushi, like anything to do with carbs just daunted me. And I think once, I I think I just started to loosen up a bit and perhaps like um, started to, I would say probably party or chill out a bit more and, and eat a bit of like those foods that I thought was so bad. And then I noticed that it didn't do anything to my body. It just made me a whole lot happier and more fun. And then, because I could see sort of the relationships around me disintegrating, And I just didn't, I just realized how unhappy I was, but when you're caught up in it, it's like you're aware somewhat, but you're not actually aware of how destructive and how much of a bad impact it's having on so many people around you as well. And you just can't get out of it. But I think once I realized the good feelings I got from introducing carbs and having energy again and things like that, I think I just got on a roll with that and was like, okay, it's it's okay to sort of reintroduce those things
1: mm.
0: and i'm so thankful that i got out of it
1: yeah i think um obviously on a completely different level i i was definitely in a space there early days as well where you get so addicted to it that it almost it does start to impact not only your, your mental health but the the friendships around you and it becomes you become very self-absorbed um and yeah I, when i met you five years ago you seemed to be well past that but i think there yeah a lot of people out there particularly young girls that do struggle um with that more so because oh, i just a little bit about social media but also with there's like this stigma around like training that, like especially weight training for girls we'll get there in a second but um, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. You, you've
1: already sort of touched on um i guess your training and nutrition what does that look like now compared to what it used to look like
0: well uh, back then, I was just really obsessed with everything that I was putting in my mouth. So I was using my fitness power in a really unhealthy way. That's why I don't really my philosophy isn't all about checking macros and stuff like that. Even though I know that that is a lot of trainers' philosophy, and I do think it works. But um, and like back then, I was obsessed with running just because I thought cardio was a way of kind of burning off what I had eaten. It was obviously a really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like mindset um, and then over the years obviously it's been eight years so um, once I became a trainer and stuff like that I introduced training proper training strength training and um, a variety of styles so now I do a, like I a, a exercise and I train with structure and purpose and it's to get me to a, a, a like a different fitness level or strength level or it's to give me energy each day and it's completely just for the opposite reason to how it was before and then food wise that's the same thing so it's to give me energy so I can bring the best each day as opposed to eight years ago when it was it was just it was me punishing myself
1: I think that's the the, the biggest I guess that's the crux of the your whole I guess in mindset is you've gone from Training and eating to literally punish yourself to now doing it because it gives you, it empowers you and it gives you joy energy and happiness. Yeah, 100%. And I think um, that might look different. That might look a little bit different for everyone. And obviously there's a massive element in terms of like doing what you do enjoy. But I think one thing that stands out with the way you train is like, you've got your base, you've always got that strength training in there, which is so important. But then you're really dynamic in terms of throwing in, different modalities like changing it up um shocking the body um giving yourself yeah. new challenges which i think is so important like it's really easy to fall into a ruts with your training and we've both been there before and we've discussed yeah. it um but hmm. i think um i think in terms of the way that you go about it like yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely a good approach <laughs> yeah
0: and i think that every year you learn you just learn so much more about yourself, which helps with um, training and things like that. But, but in terms of even this past year, like I've been so much more consistent. So I'm no longer going through that fluctuation. It's like I can have a week off and, and have a blowout on the weekend and it won't do as much because the consistency is there. And I guess the variety is there as well. So I don't plateau. So yeah, it's like, you know, there's so much to learn with it. And that's why having a trainer is amazing because you get to sort of shortcut that as well
1: yeah i think one thing that um a lot of people everyone wants results like this but then they also yeah they also think that they lose everything like that as well so but consistency is so key. like you can't get fit in a day but you can't lose it in a day either so um i think yeah. it's like having that balance because you've got to do what's sustainable and that you can adhere to um all year round. Talk to me a little bit about, um I guess they can be revolved around. I guess your training routine or not. Some of the, I guess the routines and the processes that you do on a daily basis to sort of make sure you're getting one percent better, whether that be in fitness or business or you know.
0: Yeah, I guess um a massive thing now is sleep. So just, uh, I guess preparation yes. as well. So sleep <laughs> and preparation. So, so for instance really planning out like it like every single and you're the same now but every every single hour of the day is planned in advance so I think if I know I'm going to be getting up at 6am there's absolutely no way I'll be you know watching Netflix until like 11pm the night before so I think just adjusting and making sure that you know what you've got on the next day you're prepared for it if I've got um like a a 7am start then I'll wake up a little bit earlier um before like a time so that I can just meet it um so that I can do some visualization or like just lie in bed and and think about things that I'm grateful for and have a bit of me time even if it's five minutes in the morning, so I think just adding like um healthy habits that are gonna set you up to bring your best your best self to each day I, I think has been really cool recently but preparation is definitely key for that because you can't just go about your day aimlessly and expect to have a little bit of um, like goal setting midday like I think it's good to make sure that you're starting it from the minute that you wake up
1: it's such good advice and I think like for a while there I have fell into the mindset of like you know the, the longer you're up the the better you're going to get out of your day and the harder you're going to work but it's so much more about what you do during the hours that you are awake and yeah that that, inco- that needs to incorporate such quality recovery and I think yeah. I think the tide is turning a little bit with like how important that is and people are starting mm-hmm. to understand that um, that needs to be prioritized not only to just see results in the gym but just perform better and enjoy life a little bit more and I think like especially in our industry and <laughs> we both know that you need to be able to give so much, so even even early yeah. really to do something for you, and it doesn't need to just like obviously is exclusive to our industry. That goes for wherever you like work or whatever you do. If you can, um, I guess prioritize a bit of me time even at the start of the day. It just makes yeah such a difference to your mental health. Um, yeah, it does. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I want to touch on, I guess, what. I mentioned before about this sort of stigma around weight training for females. And it's definitely like starting to, um, I guess the tides are starting to turn a little bit and you're such an important role model for girls out there. And in terms, I mean, look at your figure, like, (laughs) I mean, so many girls, (laughs) so many girls are put off by it because of, and you hear it like, I don't want to get bulky, but do you want to just touch on, I guess, um, I guess, why we need to break that myth? Or do you you find that it's still um, a struggle for many young girls in terms of entering the scene?
0: Yeah, I I definitely think so. But for example, like when I was running probably like 6K a day um, and I thought I was like in the best shape ever, but I was just hammering myself to the ground. um, I was like, obviously really unhealthy, unhealthy, thin but people thought I looked amazing but I'm honestly probably a similar size now and I've been able to just shape my body so it's like firm and um and I've got curves and I love them and whereas back then it was just all like it was it was just like soft and skinny and (laughs) I don't know I just didn't feel beautiful like I felt like just tired all the time and now I think it's like I'm I've got that consistent strength training down pat and like progressing each week and I think it's like it's just awesome to be able to see what your body can do and more to my point being strength training doesn't make you bigger it just Mm -hmm. it it in fact like (laughs) like you'd think (laughs) because I'm not I'm not even I'm not even running probably once a week now you know, and it's like, I'm, the, I'm a similar frame. And it's like, it, it pretty much just firms you up and makes you feel strong. And then you then you are strong and you're able to do everyday things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And it's just the best. Like your metabolism speeds up. You will notice that you're a whole lot hungrier, but you can afford to eat all that food afterwards. It's It's such a good lifestyle and you can feel your best by doing strength training. And I do understand why people like girls are definitely still scared to incorporate strength training because there is that, um, I don't know, people think that they get bulky. That's that's actually like the first thing that clients say when they first come to mm. me. Mm. But I think when they can sort of see that I do it every single day as well, then they're like, oh, maybe it is true that it's just a myth. And then when my clients see so many improvements in their body composition over time from just strength training and, not adding anything else in then the proof is in the pudding but i think until you do start to incorporate it and then give it a go then you, you're always gonna second guess it
1: yeah and i mean we could we could talk for hours about yeah, I know. the <laughs> benefits about strength training i think yeah i think the biggest point out of that is what it can do to your body composition like you would have been running for ages and yeah in terms of your like genetic makeup and, and the way that your body was broken down into what was fat and what was muscle, like um, you can run for weeks and weeks, and nothing will change in terms of your body composition yeah, but the moment you start yeah. pick up picking up a weight and doing proper strength training, like you said, all of a sudden you're, you can increase your lean muscle mass, which is going to decrease your body fat percentage, improve your overall mm-hmm. composition, and give you natural curves um
0: yeah and i think beautiful
1: yeah (laughs) i remember i remember (laughs) doing um i remember (laughs) researching this case study and it was of this like older woman and she was i think she was about 65 or 70 and um she yeah she looked really fit she you know she was super lean and to the naked eye you'd think oh like she must have been training so hard all of her life da 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 but she couldn't get up off the couch because she didn't have any functional lean mass and she was the t- and after doing like an assessment on her she was the type of person that not only yo-yo dieted her whole life and she was just in a huge yeah. deficit she didn't do any strength training she was, she was addicted to running and that that doesn't say anything that's bad about running it was the fact that No nah, not at all she didn't do any strength training throughout your entire life so if we even just look beyond the aesthetics of it and how it can make you look yeah like you said before how you felt flat you couldn't move like you you sort of yeah you didn't feel strong that is I guess probably even more of a benefit than it is I guess the mm-hmm. the changes that you get um
0: that's the biggest benefit like the way that you look is it's really cool being able to sculpt your body but the best part about strength training and not being afraid to do it I think is because you can create goals and and like you can notice such a difference in the energy levels and and for instance sorry I ramble a little bit but <laughs> like when you're when your metabolism ha- is increased you can like what I said have like a month on holiday or traveling and not do so much and you're fine because mm-hmm. you've got that muscle still on your body, whereas. When you don't have that there, then it is a little bit harder. You got to keep it up a bit, more.
1: hundred um, percent. Yeah, I think I think we hit the nail on the head there. Like obviously, like in terms of breaking that stigma, there needs to be more people like you out there. Like you're such a good role model. But I think one thing that <laughs> that, that I guess um, probably is another barrier for girls into entering into strength training is just the skill demand like you do need to do the work quite early yeah. so you, either you do need a really good trainer like yourself um or i guess you need a facility or a gym that really respects the process because there are too many places out there yeah. that, that that don't um i think the best thing about females though they're obviously fine they're the best to coach and usually the quickest learners because there's no ego attached like a lot of <laughs> a lot of guys yeah. have trained in the past like they think they know it all and it's really hard for them to sort of see pro- <laughs> like see progress fast but i find that i find that i don't know females seem to just listen and just pick up the basics quite quick and quite fast yeah i think another thing yeah i
0: think you're anyway. right and and sorry you're right in that sense is there's such a difference that the like the clients that come in that are willing to learn and really wanna learn and, and get to where they wanna be through knowledge, are uh, that they get there the quickest because they're just, they're just willing to get there. Whereas like I've had some clients that come in and they, they just wanna sort of fad diet and get there as quick as they can and still continue just running on the treble and things like that. And it's like, it's so important to learn the basics and basic patterning and just be patient. Mm. and then you end up sort of getting to your individual goal a lot more efficiently.
1: Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like it is a skill. And I guess one thing as well, not only finding, not only having the patience to learn and to um, actually find the right place or the train, I think like how important do you think, I guess is, I guess the culture of a gym though as well. Like there, I know there's a lot of spaces that girls perhaps might train at or get put off by, because they don't feel like they belong or they don't feel like they're safe or the culture's a bit off. Like, and I think yeah. it's sad that there are, I come in without naming names. There's quite a few places out there that really push people away because of that. And it's hard. It's hard. And that's probably why a lot of girls end up going to a big box gym. And how often do you walk into a big box gym and it's like, all the guys are in the strength room and all the girls are in the yeah. cardio room. Like it should be, it should be a complete mix of both. Like if not reversed. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I completely agree with you on that. It's something I've been pondering upon a lot lately. And I just, I do think that girls tend to be a lot more intimidated going into gyms and that's probably why classes are in such high demand because it is sort of more equal and there are a lot of females going into classes being because they get told what to do, which is great. But I think if they were a lot more confident and and sort of walked into the gym with the same persona as like what a man would, then mm. they would be able to train on their own and it would be awesome. But I think that that they are a lot more intimidated, which yeah is frustrating.
1: It definitely comes down to a lot, obviously, like each facility and how they uphold what culture they're trying to, um I guess, build definitely and whatnot. But it, it, that should be a reflection of the trainers. Like if you if you know that a good trainer is you know working at a particular facility, that's usually a good indication of. You know the yeah. culture that um the culture that they have there. Talk to me a little bit about yeah. how you stay motivated. <laughs> I know there's a lot of like mm. a lot of people out there that might go through waves and we seem to have have a pretty consistent motivation. I've got a bit of a good a good idea. yeah, but yeah if you want to elaborate on that.
0: I think it's become a bit of a habit now. So for me and you, I know. That we both struggle to actually stop so it sort of takes us to get an injury or burnout <laughs> to, to, to really stop so i think for me it's actually hard for me to become unmotivated mm. um but i think what keeps me motivated is basically a few basics is um just the way that i feel each day so as soon as i realized that training and eating or adopting a healthier lifestyle gives me so much energy and joy and happiness and I'm better to other people I can serve people better in my job um then I know that that I need to keep that going into every day it's like it's like people in your life so if someone's like super negative and dragging you down like you eliminate it (laughs) or if someone makes you feel really good and they're a real good positive (laughs) influence (laughs) then you then you want them around more so it's the same with training and eating healthy it's like that makes you feel good. Okay, I'm going to do that every day. And now I've done it for so long, it's just like I know that that that's something I need to do every day. So I think that that keeps me motivated. But also planning, like we mentioned at the start, so being prepared is definitely something that's become a habit now too. But it took a little while. So I think just always planning your training a weekend or the weekend in advance for your week ahead and um, having structure and yeah.
1: Yeah. I think you're right there in terms of we've obviously created a bit of a habit and, and that's literally what a habit is. Like you need to be sort of yeah consistent with the process to the, to a point where it becomes a part of your identity. And then all of a sudden you're the person, yeah. that, you're the person that gets to train, not that has to. And like, yeah. I literally train for exactly the same reason now, because I, I just feel like, flat and you know it just gives you energy like like no other does Um, yeah you feel good about yourself it's just like this snowball gives you
0: confidence Mm. like if you wake up and move or even yeah yeah. it's not even about what you look like like you, you get confidence because you've got all these endorphins running through you you know you've done something for yourself like when you fill up your own cup it's the best feeling in the world I think that that's what it's like self love in a way, and I think that that's why it just makes you feel on top of the world because you're you're filling yourself up and you're doing things for mm-hmm. yourself
1: yeah a hundred percent and I think way too often I mean you would have had plenty of clients in the past that come to you and they like they have this end goal and they're like it's so important to have goals and like you know whether it's yeah lose, sure. lose five kilos or you know um deadlift 100 kilos or whatever it may be run a, run a half marathon um i think like as you start to peel the layers back deeper in terms of like what is your identity and what who do you actually want to be to achieve these goals that just goes so much deeper and like just the benefits mentally and the way you feel from training just far yeah like, far outweigh any of those um, those other goals and they all they just become a byproduct and a bonus like oh how good like not only do I feel good I look great too like you know so
0: yeah I think it's probably the most difficult for people that what I've found with my clients is for people that feel like they've got so such a long way to go and I think that that can feel really discouraging is that's when they become obsessed with the result Mm. because the process isn't so fun when it feels uncomfortable to move and you don't feel like you look good so your confidence is shot but I think even just doing like even just doing things like um, good habits with food and getting on top of your sleep and hydrating and then making perhaps like getting a really good personal trainer so that you don't feel uncomfortable around other people going for big walks like adjusting your lifestyle you don't have to do what everyone else is doing and I think just like, just realize that everyone has to start somewhere and the sooner you do, the better you're going to feel in the long run. But I think, yeah, I think that that's probably the biggest struggle for people is when they feel like they have so such a long way to go. Like it's easy for you and I when we are feeling um, in good shape and fit and stuff like that for us to enjoy the process, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's probably those that don't feel great, but. Yeah, it's tricky, but I think just realise that it's going to make you feel better and celebrating the little wins along the way is awesome.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think that's really important. Like I'll I'll often uh, plot a tree with my... It's an analogy that I use with some of my clients where Yeah, um, you, you basically draw a tree and at the top of the tree, the high-hanging fruits might be that end goal, but you've got to be yeah. able to create those low-hanging fruits. And that might be just like something as simple as how good that I got to spend an hour on myself today in the gym. And I'm sure that like for your yeah. clients that struggle with that motivation because they might lack confidence or a lot of girls out there who, you know, get fixated on, you know, the way they look or that end goal. Um, I guarantee you that if you ask them, you know, how, how much better do you feel now after say a month of training compared to when you were just doing nothing or just, you know, yeah, a bit lost. and And I think they, It's just in terms of creating that mental mindset. Don't be so fixated on the end goal. Like, learn to enjoy Um, the process along the way. Yeah.
0: And like the end goal, you're probably comparing yourself to someone else anyway. Like the end goal should just be to where you feel so confident and happy. It should never be about. I know it's easier said than done, but it should be so that you can move your body in a comfortable way and just start changing your goals to to, towards like how you feel as opposed to looking like X, Y, Z, because it's just like, yeah, it's just a way better way to go about it. I think. Um,
1: Awesome. I reckon I've got a lot of that. (laughs) Um, Talk to me a little bit about, so, um, you're doing some work for kick at the moment. Um, Tell people yeah. a little bit about what they can expect from you there and how that process has been.
0: Yeah. So um, I've maybe, worked with them. Maybe if you want to touch on
1: just, what it is first. I know there's a lot of people that. <laughs>
0: um, oh yeah. Like, so Keep It Cleaner is a, um, it's an app now. So it's a, it's a sort of like a healthy lifestyle app and I'm the strength master trainer on that. So I do a whole lot of strength workouts in the master class section, but they, have a running um, element to it. They have food. It's primarily at home workouts, so it's minimal equipment, which is awesome as well, because um, a lot of people are smashing out at home workouts now, but they also do a whole lot of um, events when COVID's not around, and then they have a podcast and stuff like that. So it's, a, it's run by Steph and Laura, obviously. Um, and yeah, they've got a range in Woolies, and I think Woolies, in the grocery store. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been working with them for, I first started working with them on a kick retreat in Bali. Um, and then I did their tour and then now I'm within the app, which is really awesome because it's cool to be able to introduce people to strength, even though they are just working out at home Mm. and, and getting creative with it and the community is the best. So when we were speaking about, um, like creating goals that are based more around, um like how you feel or training focus goals, that community like I went I went to a retreat um the kick retreat like two years ago, and there were about a hundred girls on it, and not one of their goals at the start of the retreat was to lose weight. literally every single person said different goal like oh I want to make more friends or I want to <laughs> um, be able to squat by the end of the week, you know what I mean so it mm. it's a really cool community in that regard is yeah they're all focusing um towards a lot healthier things and yeah their mindset's awesome they all get around each other it's super supportive so love working with them
1: oh it's inspiring (laughs) and i think that's correct me if i'm wrong that's the best part about our industry seeing i guess getting to work with people like that and the changes that you can make and uh, it's good to hear that. I guess you're working for a brand that respects that, and they're obviously going in a, in a good direction. And they're so lucky to have you on board as well as a um, figurehead, you, strength strength master. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, well, uh, you know,
1: you obviously <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, you taught me a few things, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you taught me. <laughs> um,
1: and, obviously, you're doing a bit of PT at the moment. Um, are you pretty, like, booked out at the moment? Or can people come and find you to come and see you?
0: I'm <laughs> um, actually... If anyone's listened to this and I haven't emailed you back, just can probably <laughs> tell you how bad I am at responding to oh. texts and stuff like that. But, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no. So, uh, I do have quite a few people that are wanting to train. But I've sort of dialed it back this year because I'm working on a few different things. Um, so I, as soon as um, spots open, I sort of go through and just email people individually. So if you do want to um, add yourself to that list, then um, email com. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm sure I'll, I'll be able to get to a point where I can be at full capacity again. But at the moment, I'm pretty part-time with KT, which is...
1: Best investment yeah. you can ever make. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it'd be cool to meet and train people again properly, but for now I just gotta balance my time, you know?
1: Yeah, bit a bit of uh, bit of me time. <laughs> All right, last one. Um, yeah. what advice would you give to Brett eight years ago if you had the chance?
0: Um I think well I'm I'm really glad that I'd I'd say like, well done for taking a risk of coming over here. Like I was pretty fearless Um, and just sort of going after what I became passionate about. But I'd also probably say don't give a shit so much about what people think. Like don't be such a, like, I think I just like was a people pleaser and tried to, um, yeah, like not, I just cared too much about what others thought of me and not, not the people that meant most to me you know Mm. and I think like a lot of young girls are the same and especially with social media it's like all about like you know it's such a fake world on Instagram and I feel like it's all about what looks cool instead of what your true character is and I think the more that you just bless the world with your true character then Mm. um the better the world would be because then everyone's different
1: <laughs> oh it's so interesting you say that i had because i um i have my mate zach on for the last episode and he said the exact same thing like really he just, he just like don't, like don't be so hard on yourself don't compare yourself to other people like yeah in the moment he started to um just i guess show his true colors and just be himself yeah like then he just started yeah. to get so much more out of his situation in his life. So for anyone out yeah. there that's bloody comparing themselves to anyone else, stop it.
0: <laughs> and I think like with, with it, I think, oh, I think with everything as well, Um, you know, like you compare yourself to other people, but people say this all the time, but it's true. You never, like you would never know when I'm going through unless I see you, mm-hmm. what, what I'm going through behind closed doors. And, like I, I very rarely share that on my platform because I try and keep people motivated, as opposed to bringing everyone down with me. But hmm. like everyone, everyone goes has challenges, and everyone is not going to share their most vulnerable side. And I think you just never know what people are going through. So don't even worry about what they're up to. Like it, you don't need to compare yourself to them at all.
1: Well said. <laughs> Well said. You know? could, could not agree, <laughs> agree more. I think that's a good place to um to finish off. Thank you so much, Brit. Active.
0: Thank you, Jez. Good to see you, Jez.
1: Bum. You're the best. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the sunshine. <laughs> Thank you. on What an episode. Thank you so much, Brit. Um, I know I gained so much out of that. I've known Brit for a while and. Every time we chat, I always get something out of it. She's such a ball of energy. Um, but I think more importantly, she just sends some really good messages um, with regards to the importance of strength training and getting into fitness for the right reasons, not the wrong ones. Looking past, I guess, those comparisons that we often make on social media, that fake world. Um, yeah, keep it up, Brit thanks so much. If you've gained something, out of today's podcast please hit the share button on spotify um share it to instagram um, so that other people can gain plenty out of it as well um and let me know if this has helped you to i guess strive for constant self-development it's all about being one percent better every day thanks for listening